Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church on Tuesday, the 31st of August. We trust that you're all keeping safe and well, uh, and as we come together this evening, we come together in Jesus' name, recognizing his blessings, recognizing what it means to know of the real security that he brings in life. As we come together this evening, uh, we uh, are going to be hearing from a member of our church family this evening, uh, a lady by the name of Jackie, who's going to be sharing with us uh, about her life story uh, and about what it means uh, to have Jesus in our life as well. Well, as we begin this evening, uh, let me just remind you uh, that this Sunday we have our anniversary Sunday and there will be communion during the service. If you are wanting to be part of that service, then please do, if you haven't been to church recently, please let Brian know that you will be coming this Sunday before Friday at 5 p.m. As we come to worship God this evening, we're going to worship God as we look at these words, first of all, in Psalm 139. The psalmist writes, You hem me in, behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise in the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand it will guide me, your right hand it will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. We come together this evening recognizing the God who is all-knowing, the one who is in control, the one who is aware of our every situation, and he longs for us to know of him, uh, to trust in him and to follow him in all that we do. With this in mind, let us come before our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the opportunity to be able to come together this evening. Lord, to recognize your goodness, to recognize the joy it is to know of, uh, of the security in Jesus. And Lord, we pray this evening, as we live in a world that is so unstable, as we live in a world that can be so uncertain, that we may look to rest in you that we may look to you for our comfort and our peace in all that we may do. We thank you, Heavenly Father, uh, for the time of refreshment that we can have in your name. The joy it is, Lord, to seek you. And Lord, the uh, opportunities, Lord, that we have each day. Lord, to open your word, to understand what it means to follow you. Lord, and to look to your glory and power for our lives. Heavenly Father, we pray this evening 
as we come together in Jesus' name, that there is that great awareness of the Spirit with us and all that we may do. For Lord, we come before you this evening, recognizing our need of you, recognizing, Lord, our need for the living water that you give. And Lord, we pray that through these days, there is that joy of coming closer to you, of resting in your gracious and mighty arms. Lord, we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going to listen to our first item of praise, and then we're going to hear a little bit uh, from Jackie. Um, The first item of praise this evening is a Getty piece entitled Magnificent, Marvelous, Matchless Love. Thankfulness, the mountains exultant they stand. 
This evening, uh, I'm delighted to welcome Jackie uh, to the podcast. Jackie, you're very welcome. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us. And we're going to just hear a little bit about your life and your story. Uh, I know that you're so well known to a lot of people uh, in the church family here in Mavilla. Uh, but maybe first of all, Jackie, tell us a little bit about who you are for people who don't know you uh, and a little bit about your life. Okay. Well, my name is Jackie McElhenney. I've been a member here from the start, way 26 years ago now, at Mavilla Presbyterian. I moved to this area in 1988, uh, down in Eden Heights. And really the church has been a way to get to know people. I think of this area being like nearly like a wee village. Mm. And it's lovely if you just are out walking the dog or if you are going to the shop. Inevitably, you bump into somebody from a Villa Presbyterian and it makes you feel as if you belong in the community here. So it's been nice that for me too. And as a wee girl, Jackie, where did you grow up? I grew up in Bangor, born and bred in Bangor. Very good. So you didn't, you didn't uh, move too far then? No. <laughs> and Jackie, you're a Christian. Um, how did you come to know Jesus as your saviour? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was a, a bit of a, a long journey, really. I would say that as a 12-year-old, a school friend asked me to go to Girls' Brigade at Hamilton Road Church. Mm -hmm. Now, my family didn't attend church at that stage. We'd been sent to Sunday school to another church, but didn't really get involved. So they were quite happy to let me go to Hamilton Road Church. And I made friends there in the Girls' Brigade. But that summer, she also invited me to go to CSSM at Ballyhome, and I really enjoyed that. So that comes into the story again later. At Hamilton Road, as I sort of grew up over the next few years, I was old enough then to start going to youth club. But I didn't know anything about giving my life to Jesus. Then in June 1977, I'd just finished doing my GCSE O-levels and we had an opportunity to return books to the school that could be sold on and put into your uh, money account for getting books the following year. Well, anyway, off I went with all the books that I knew I wouldn't be interested in. And there was a teacher there and I didn't know, but she was one of the teachers involved with SU. But she invited me and the friend that I'd gone up with if we would like to go on a bus outing to the Grosvenor Hall to hear a Billy Graham relay from London. Well, to go on a bus outing to Belfast would have been a big thing at that stage. We didn't really do much outside Bangor. So we said, oh yes. 
So off we went. And I um, listened to what Billy Graham had to say, but it didn't really mean a lot to me because it was at the time of the, the hippies and the love story and all the rest of that was just starting mainly in America, but it had reached London, but there was no way it had reached a wee place like Bangor, so it didn't mean that much to me. Anyway, at the end of the meeting, Billy Graham invited people to come forward. Well, I'd never heard of an altar call before, but he invited people to come forward. And I was just sitting, watching people go down. And then the next thing I knew I was in a wee room being talked to by this lady uh, along with a few others and given some information. Apparently, I had left my seat and gone down on the altar call. Mm. I have no recollection of doing that. <laughs> it must have been the Holy Spirit that got me up and got me down there. That's my only explanation of that. So anyway, that was the end of June. A few weeks later, I was in church on a Sunday evening and the team from Ballyhome CSSM were there inviting any young people who would like to come, teenagers, who would like to come to um, a meeting that they were having for teenagers down in Ballyhome. And I thought, yeah, I would like to go to that, but nobody would go with me. Mm. You see, it just wasn't cool to talk about Jesus. If you did, you were sort of looked upon as being like some religious fanatic and definitely that wasn't cool among teenagers. So nobody would go with me. Well, Miss Independence here, I thought, right, I'm going to go on my own. And after church, I started dandering from Hamilton Road down towards Ballyhome, not too far. And ahead of me were a group of teenagers. And one of the girls turned around and I recognised her. She was a year in, a girl in my year at school, but I didn't particularly know her, would have known her name. And she turned around and says, hello, Jackie, where are you going? And I told her that I was going to CSSM, but I wasn't quite sure where it was. Oh, she said, we're um, Hammock Road Baptist CE and we're all going to it. Why don't you join us? So I did. And each evening that week, there was a teens uh, meeting mm. and I went with them to that. So that was how I started off on my Christian life. And I'm sure the same as everybody else. Um, there's been times when you feel really close to God and other times where it's, it's maybe feels a lot more hard work. But tell us what has been the biggest help in your Christian life? Well, again, I'll go back more to the early days. I'll deal with the second part of your uh, uh, thing but later. But I started going to the Baptist Sea on a Saturday night and I got really, really good teaching. It taught me a lot. So that was one thing. But then in 1969, I decided that I was going to go to teacher training college. And I thought, don't want to go to Stradmillis, want to, you know, be independent and go somewhere else. So I went to Coventry in England <laughs> and away I went. But that following summer, 1970, to my absolute delight, when I came home, 
the Jesus movement had finally got its way to Northern Ireland. And many of my Hamilton Road pals were interested and they wanted to talk about Christian things and they became Christians and it was just so wonderful. So after four years of teacher training in England, I decided to come home to teach here. And I got involved in as, as a young leader in CSSM and then in scripture union camps where I learned a lot from the people who were actually in charge, the leaders, and from other members on the team. Mm. You see, I found that you thought you were being a good Christian by going to take part in these things. And then by the time it was over, you were just so blessed by the Lord. He just gave so abundantly back to you. So that, that was something important to me. Then in the 1980s, the minister at Hamilton Road, Dr. Burke, was invited to be moderator for a year. And they put uh, a, a young minister called uh, Trevor Morrow to cover for him. Mm. Well, Trevor was full of ideas and drive and encouraged Christians to use their gifts. In fact, I firmly believe that if Trevor sniffed out a gift, he purposely went away and thought of some way that he could get you to use it whether it was catering, whether it was singing, whether it was speech and drama, which I was interested in. There always seemed to be something that there was a phone call, Jackie, would you mind taking part in doing something or another? Um, but as well as that, he also set up Bible's home Bible studies. And they were for people of different age groups. So you went along to a group and it wasn't just the teenagers, it was a mixed age group. And so I learned a lot from there um, about being a Christian uh, from people of different ages. So that was me. Um, but honestly, I could go on for ages and tell you about different things, but I think that'll do for a start. Well, let, let's bring it uh, more to the mo modern day and the things that we've experienced over this last year and a half. Nobody could have forecast, nobody could have thought about it. And I know that a lot of people have found things very, very difficult. Um, not being able to do the things that they were once took for granted. But what would you say to people as Christian to encourage people who are finding things difficult through these days? Yes, life does have many challenges. It could be the loss of loved ones. It could be health issues. In many ways, my life has been locked down for a long time. Um, for 30 years, I have had ME and that came after I had a bad dose of flu. Now, you'll not remember this, Robert, but years ago, there was a thing called yuppie flu. Okay. And the consequence for many people of that was post-viral fatigue syndrome. So basically, the way I look at it is, I have a battery that doesn't hold its full charge. At best, it holds about a third of a charge. But it meant that I had to give up teaching and it meant that there was a lot of things that I couldn't do and still can't. And as you touched on earlier, um, I'm getting over an illness now. It's called Bell's Palsy. I've had it for three months and it's gradually at snail's pace, but getting there is disappearing. So we do have physical and we do have mental challenges, mm. whether it's, you know, through lockdown or just through anxieties uh, to do with our health or loss of loved ones or worried about loved ones who are ill. But I found that God is always there. 
And he very often sends someone to help. It could be in a practical way that they come alongside you um, to maybe even just, for example, to take you out shopping. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what I couldn't drive while I've had this palsy because I've had trouble with an eye and my, my vision hasn't been right. So it could be just sending somebody to take me to do my shopping or to take me out to visit somebody or to take me out to walk my dog. He just sends somebody. But he also is great at giving an encouraging word. And sometimes it can be also through a scripture verse that's given to me that I'm just encouraged. His love is there. And I find that if you take time to reflect on what's been going on in your day, um, I'm not one of the sort of people who is blessed with putting their head in the pillow and going straight to sleep. So I find that whenever I go to bed at night, I will lie and I'll think through what has happened in my day. There might be something that I need to think through about how to deal with it better. But I always try to think about how I have been helped and to thank God for that. The old story of counting your blessings. Yeah. So hopefully that will help some folks. No, I'm sure it will, uh, Jackie. I'm sure it will. And, and it is real encouragement, I know, just to hear people. Uh, just to hear uh, your story uh, for people as well. Uh, you are great. And lastly then, let me ask you a question I've been asking people through these interviews in the podcast, but what difference does being a Christian have in your life? Well, I'll start off with a wee quote from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. I couldn't cope without the Lord. He reaches out each day to me. And as you say, when we're going through bad patches, he's there when I'm feeling a bit lost. And I also have this absolute rock solid assurity that the life hereafter, this one, is going to be brilliant. There's going to be no pain or infirmities or sadness or nastiness. And having a hope of that is just amazing. It's reassuring. Excellent. Jackie, thank you so much. I know it has been a real encouragement for folk. And just as we finish, you've chosen our, our final item of praise this evening. Um, so would you like just to introduce that to everyone as we close? Yes. It's called He Will Hold Me Fast. It's a Getty piece. And it reminds me that because I am so weak, that I don't need to panic. Jesus has got hold of me. And because he loves me, he will never let me go. So thank okay. you. Jackie, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Let's listen uh, to this wonderful item of praise now.
Once again, thank you, Jackie, uh, for taking that time uh, to speak to us this evening. And I know it's a real encouragement as we get members of our church family onto our podcast just to hear their testimony and to hear the things uh, that Jesus is doing in their lives. So thank you, Jackie, once again for that. Well, as we come to the end of our podcast this evening, we want to do, as we usually do, take some time of prayer for others. And this week, we're going to pray uh, for those who are dealing uh, with uh, COVID at this time. We want to pray for those who are de- um, dealing with ill health. 
want to pray for our young people and for all who are heading back to school and to study through these days. And as we look to plan for the future, we pray for that awareness of God's hand upon us and all that we do. Let me begin our prayer with these words, more words from Psalm 139. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. Let us come to God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we recognise our need of you each day. And Lord, this evening, we want to bring before you those who are dealing with ill health through these days, those who have continued uh, to have treatment uh, through this pandemic, Lord, those who are dealing with um, an Ill- the illness of cancer through these days. We ask, Lord, that they may know of your hand of peace and comfort upon them. And Lord, that they may have that great awareness, Lord, that, that through uh, these uncertain days, Lord, that they are receiving care, good care and that they may know, Lord, of you journeying with them throughout. Lord, we want to pray for those, Lord, who have had uh, positive COVID cases over these last weeks. And Lord, we pray, Lord, that, that through uh, these next days that we have that awareness, Lord, of, of those uh, recovering well uh, from this COVID disease, that they may know, Lord, of your hand upon them, of protection and blessing. And Lord, we do give you thanks, Lord, for the vaccine that they, uh, through these days. And Lord, that even when there are post, uh, positive cases, that we may know, Lord, uh, of um, your hand upon us, and we may know of that protection, Lord, for us. Lord, we lift up before you just the schools that are starting back and for all who are working in our schools at these days. Also, Lord, we want to pray for our young people as they begin their studies again. Lord, we ask of your hand uh, of protection upon them. And Lord, that there is that real awareness that we are coming out of this pandemic, that we're able to get our lives back to normal again. We pray, Lord, for your hand uh, of uh, strength and your hand of comfort upon us and all that we may do. For Lord, you know what these days hold. You know the struggles that many will face. You know, Lord, the things, Lord, that we will grapple with. But we ask, Lord, that we may have that great awareness, that great assurance, Lord, of our heavenly, uh, heavenly shepherd, walking with us through all that we may face. Lord, we thank you for the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that through the cross we can look secure to the future. And we pray, Lord, that in all that we may face, that we may have that great awareness of your love and your comfort upon us in all that we may do. Lord, we pray this evening For those, Lord, whose lives, Lord, have been turned upside down over these last uh, months and year, we pray, Lord, that they may know a great stability in you, that they may know, Lord, of your hand, a blessing upon them, and that they may know comfort and peace in all 
that they may look to do. For Lord, we recognise as, uh, as many, Lord, that through these last months there has been many changes. But Lord, you are the one who is constant and able. And so we come before you, asking, Lord, to know of your riches and your comfort, to know, Lord, of what it means to follow you throughout all that we may do. Lord, we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, as we come to the end of our podcast, let us finish with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone, and God bless.